Hello and welcome to the Two Tones, Tony DeBolfo and Tony Moakley. G'day, Tone. How are you, Tony? How's things? Yeah, good. It is episode 27, the Rhino, or the Uncle edition, Luke O'Sullivan, ex-Xavier College, my alma mater, or one yes. of them at least, and... Uh, a player who reached his 50th game in the notorious Eminem it was uh, magnific- blue jumper in 1997. It wasn't magnificent seeing him cheered from the ground on that after that game in his iridescent blue top, Tony. It really it was. Did you know one of the ages, wasn't it? It took him 10 years to reach that figure. And, you know, um, it was Campo's 50th game as well. Oh, was that so? It took him three years. Now, as bad as that was for Luke, spare a thought for Andrew Borkwell, the South Australian who played his one and only game for Carlton in that game. Oh. So the poor bugger uh, has got... A, an iridescent blue Guernsey to show for his <laughs> yeah. efforts. Well, Carlton had two hundred and fifty grand to show for theirs. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, it, it was good coin, Tony. Let's be truthful. But um, well, very sad to see the yes, uh, indeed, especially the, on the, the cloth paraded turf. that way. In yes. my opinion, however, uh, also uh, Des English's number. Uh, very much so. A very good player for Carlton, premiership player for Carlton. Oh, uh, sadly, career cut short through illness. Yeah. But um, terrific competitor for the Carlton Football Club. And Ollie Grieve, Tony, one ah. of the great fullbacks of the uh, the wartime period for Carlton, the 40s. Um, fabulous player, fullback for Carlton, and um, one of the real, one of the bona fide champions of the club. And we've had plenty of them. So there you go, 27, great number. Round 20, let's cap this off as quickly as we possibly can, Tone. St Kilda, 19-8-122, seeing off uh, Carlton, 7-9-51, 71-point winners the Saints were. Um, thought we were a chance on the MCG, but the team were just not switched on. I was there with my daughter... And from the first bounce, I thought, we're just not in this. Um, very well said, Tony. Um, I agreed with you in the sense that I went to the game thinking, OK, the MCG is probably more of a show than on, than that, Eddie had, on yeah. that fast strip at Eddie had. But as you say, unfortunately, the team, for whatever reason, didn't come to play. Uh, we weren't there from, from the outset. And... Um, I think to um, to be critical of the team would be to detract from St Kilda's performance. They yeah. they were impressive. Yeah. I, I think where where they were so impressive was their actual, actual ball movement. Their yeah, capacity, their run and carry. Run and carry yeah. was fa- fabulous, and yet to absolutely choke us when we were in possession, we just couldn't get any run out of defence. Um, our forwards couldn't get a go at it. Um, we were comprehensively beaten. You know. In saying that, I think, you know, after the tough games against those bona fide finalists, good efforts against the likes of Sydney Hawthorne and so on, um, maybe we were um, we were um, spent somewhat, but did, I'm sure... It did seem that way a bit. seemed a couple of metres off the pace, one or two. It did. just wasn't there, was yeah, it? Yeah, the chasing wasn't as... It, it didn't reflect the previous week's games. If That's you know very I mean. true. The same level of intensity wasn't there. The intensity wasn't there. You, you've um, you've read my mind, Tony. It just wasn't there, and um, we we just didn't come to compete. And it is really amazing, isn't it? I think Carlton this year has been so very honest in most of the contests in which it is um, you know participated in, and yet it just goes to show if you're just that little. Bit off your game. Yeah. You are you are a, um, a deer in the headlights, aren't you? you? You're you're there for the taking, and um, Carlton just weren't there at the weekend. And um, 
Brendan Bolton, I would have thought, would have been a good man to keep one's distance from <laughs> afterwards. I know that the players were locked away for a period of time after after the game, and you would like to think that um, there will be a, uh, a more um, committed showing up north when the team travel to the Gabba this week, Tone. It was also uh, Walks' last game. Uh, absolutely magnificent servant of the club where it is presser last week. And I, look, I guess if anything, a 71-point loss is going to completely confirm that decision to walk away from the club, um, you know, and, and hang up the boots after uh, a great career as a servant of the club. A great career as a servant of the club. Unfortunately, you know, cut short, you'd have to say, through injury, and he's had his fair share of injuries over the years. In saying that, I'm sure he wouldn't change anything for the experiences he's gleaned along the way. And look, it was a privilege to be there um, to see... Uh, Andrew Walker carried off, um, you know, quite emotion, mm. emotional as he was cheered from the ground. And then to see him address the players um, uh, to a man afterwards in the rooms, it was, a, it was a, a nice moment to be a part of. And actually, it was lovely to see Dylan Buckley on behalf of the players present Andrew Walker with a gift. So I, I suspect that that's a fair measure of the esteem in which yeah. Walker was held by, yeah. by the players. Well, we, we should point out, Tony, at the press conference, the whole playing group were there. They were all no, there? They, looked, they were all there, weren't they? They looked a bit like a scene from Gone with the Wind. There were people <laughs> on crutches, there were armbands, there was a lot of walking wounded there. There were indeed. But that, there you go, there, that was um, a, a fair indication that, you know, this is a a brotherhood and um, to lose a player, you know, that has been such a great server of Carlton, the one club from go to woe, um, you know, I, I think it was fantastic that the players uh, showed him the level of respect that he's commanded over over so many years and so many games, 202 in all. Um, and Tony, might I just say too, in, in the aftermath of his last game, it was only fitting that um, during one of the interviews, he was actually collected in the face by a footy, kicked by his son, <laughs> Cody, who was an absolute kick-to-kick animal in the rooms afterwards. And um, uh, I, I, I dare say Sauce was loitering, you know, trying to get uh, Cody's n- uh, signature to paper. I think we'll have a father-son there in the making in a few years from now. But um, it was quite funny to see um, Walker cop one in the puss, um, you know, in his last hurrah for the club. So. Well, don't uh, draw a line under the Andrew Walker story as far as the Carlton Football Club goes just yet. Um, certainly if that well-aimed ball is anything to go by, we look forward to more Walkers running around the old Dark Navy Blue. Very true. Here's hoping. Um, we're going to get to a, another retirement in a second. This is There's been a, a quite an announcement this week and... A, Something um, very dear to the podcast as well. Uh, we're seeing the retirement of a former co-host of the podcast. But before we go on, Tone, I'm going to get you to uh, give us your votes on the St Kilda game. Yes, and uh, I noticed that Daniele producer has uh, um, made a note of Cade Simpson's 39 disposals. Another outstanding game. What a year he's had, he and Sam Doherty. Um, I, suspe- I suspect the fact that they've been our best players, it's a bit of a backhanded compliment, isn't it? Because yeah. it means the ball's been there, down there probably too much for either of our liking. However, they've been tremendous this year, and Simpson is the, vote, is the man I gave one vote to for outstanding performance um, uh, in an otherwise indifferent day for the club. Yep. Two to Zach Tui. I mean, Zach Tui with three goals. Again, you know... There's some beautiful kicking beautiful, from him. Some 
beautiful kick. I don't su- suppose it matters where the goals come from, but yeah. you would like to see a few more forwards travel the scorers and yeah. not be left to Zach. However, it, it was magnificent to see uh, him slot those three goals, you know, magnificent goals on the yeah. run. Um, again, was a very good contributor to the cause. And three votes, I couldn't go past the Cripper, uh, oh, Patrick Cripps. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, what, what I think we've seen with Cripps is in Mark Movie's absence, we've seen Cripps grow in mm. stature as a player. You know, we know that he has the abilities, the clearance king, but I think what he's, um, what he's welcomed is the added responsibility that comes, particularly in the face of, you know, a man down and that being our captain. Yeah. Um, someone, all, all players need to pick up the slack, and he's one that in the past month I think has really, really responded um, uh, when Carlton is needed at most, and um, all power to Cripper. Uh, he, he's had a great month, and that was a great game at the weekend on yeah, his look, behalf. He's, he's worth the price of admission when he's in full flight. He is very true. He is an astonishing sight to behold. All right, so uh, we are, of course, getting to the business end of uh, the season, and the highly prestigious, I like to think, two tones player of the year will be uh, decided in a couple of weeks. I think we pretty much know who it's going to be, but I'm not going to preempt anything. Fair to say, probably a battle of the backs, isn't it? Yes, yes. But, uh, look, it's going to be quite a ceremony when the, um, when, the, when the gong or the dong, what is it, the, the gong? Is the gong, it, it is over. the gong. The gong, yes. thank you. Uh, watch this space for further details. Uh, now, Tone, there has been uh, quite a, an important announcement. If you go to carltonfc.com.au, you'll see the open letter written from the desk of Michael Jamison. Yes. He has announced that he is uh, retiring from AFL football effective immediately. Yes, Tony. Another sad loss. A great club and a, a terrific fellow, Jamo. Well, you've mentioned Absolutely. the dealings with you've had with him. Um, one, one thing I'll say about Jamo, like Andrew Walker... Um, a year, two years, five years, ten years from now, he, he won't uh, die wandering, wondering. You know, yeah. he and Walker have wrung the cloth dry. The bodies have effectively packed up, you know, and uh, it just goes to show the brutality of football, you know, AFL footy, the, the demands it has both physically and mental, mentally on players. And um, Jamo, like Andrew Walker, couldn't have given Carlton more. Uh, we reflect on that. Meritorious victory over Port Adelaide early mm-hmm. in the year, Tone. Yeah. That was Jamo's last hurrah. We yeah. weren't to know it then. Uh, um, you know, maybe he, he suspected as much, but none of us were to know. So, you know, it's not easy to walk away, you know, uh, and he's had 150 great games for Carlton and he's been, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, battling away, battling away, trying to keep the back six in order for a mm. long time when we were really, really, you know, um, uh, you know, languishing down the bottom of the cellar. But uh, what a what a great servant for the football club he's been. Um, I you t- you did uh, make mention of the letter, the letter that was forwarded um, to the people of Carlton. You know, his farewell, uh, a great letter it was too. Um, there was also one sent to staff, Tony. Um, similar sort of sentiments echoed. Thank you to all the staff for their mm. commitment to the to the cause. And um, just on a personal note, I I responded by thanking him for the email and, and asked him that I hope he didn't mind uh, me referring to him accidentally as Michael Jackson <laughs> <laughs> in an interview after one of the games <laughs> some years ago. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet from Jemmo, so he might be <laughs> filthy on it still. However, um, I'd be very interested to hear a little um, tribute from your good self-tone in terms of the Jemmo you knew from yeah. the podcast you mentioned, uh, mentioned earlier. 
Well, he did the podcast for about two years, I think it was. Um, uh, he, Mitch Robinson was the other kind of co-host, but uh, uh, Jamo did it, uh, I think, the first couple of years. And he was he was a generous co-host. He's a very smart guy. I mean, that's that obviously comes across. Um, he has, I know, has gone on to podcasting of his own. Is he still doing a podcast with Zach Tui? I don't know how that's going these days. Yeah, so well, I think we may have blown them out of the water, but you yeah. know, not one to boast. He, he didn't actually mention that in his sign-off letter. I don't know. Uh, it was. Um, He's still filthy on it, Tony. Totally, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. We. He was the man who got Juddy into the podcast because he he is great mates with uh, the great Sir Judd. Yes, and. Um, I certainly enjoyed um, every moment of, of having done the podcast with Jamo. Like I said, he was, you know, entertaining, smart guy, and uh, you know, very, he's a very learned gentleman. And um, you, you just know that he is going to go on to a successful post football career. And I would really hope that um, the club utilise his talents because he's a smart operator and would be a great asset to the club, I think, in some capacity. No doubt. And like Andrew Walker, he walks out carrying his head high. You know, yeah. um, it's retirement for players isn't something that can you can easily get right. You know, um, I can remember, you know, Stephen Kernahan, you know, trudging from the field after Khan's last loss of the, uh, what was it, 2000... Seven season? I'm, I'm no good with times. It's earlier than that, isn't it? Yeah, it is, 97 yeah. or 98. Yeah. Um, after a loss to Richmond. And they just weren't able to give him the send-off that everyone wanted to see. Yeah. And some players, you know, retirement catches up with them relatively quickly. Other instances you see uh, clubs making the call on players, which is often, you know, unpalatable. Yeah. But I think in the case of Andrew Walker and Mick Jamison, you know, the timing's right. Uh, they know within their heart of hearts that, uh, this is it, and um, and they've both gone out, you know, with style, and um, it, it's good to see, uh, you know, yeah. that, that that they can, as I said earlier, carry their heads high because they've been great servants for the Carlton Football Club, and and yeah, all power to them, and uh, and best wishes to them for the future and what that holds, um, new phases of their career, um, you know, beyond Carlton. I think I think Walker said did he that he spent more time, years at Carlton than he did at school. Yeah. Wow. And um, it's Same incredible something. to think along the, along those lines, isn't it? But um, they've been great servants for the club and, and good luck to them. And they go, of course, with our fulsome best wishes and gratitude. Because like you say, Tone, the, the last 10 years at Carlton, have, there's definitely been some highlights, but there's been more lowlights than we would care to remember. And um, and neither of those players dropped their heads. They no, just, no, they that's very true. They turned up and they committed. And they, that's yeah, very they true. Were, and, you know, for that, they will be remembered when... Um and I, I will say with Walker's departure tone, that little, uh, that last little historic link with Princess Park is now with Cade ah, uh, Simpson. Yep. Because Walker and Simpson were amongst the, uh, the last two Carlton players still playing that played in that last game oh, at Princess Park wow. um, in 2004. Eddie Betts and um, Jared Waite were b- both in that team but are obviously playing elsewhere. But yeah. Walker and... Simpson were the last Carlton players uh, still going around. So, Simo is the is the is the final link with the old the old ground here, which is um, that's sad in itself, isn't well, it? Well, well, which means we're only going to have that link for about another five years. <laughs> <laughs> the, the rate is going. Very true. Very Touch true. Touch for Micah. Um, <laughs> so, good luck uh, to both of those players. And uh, we look. We will watch your uh, post football careers with interest.
Um, now, Tone, Brisbane v Carlton, Saturday, 13th of August. It's at the Gabba at 1.45pm. Brisbane are coming off a 138-point loss to the Crows. Fair old hiding, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we weren't great. We uh, were twice uh, as good as that. <laughs> we weren't great against um, St Kilda, but we weren't that bad either, were we? It was, no. um, that was lamentable, and it's been, you know, seems to have been symptomatic of the malaise at Brisbane, but um, I don't want to um, sort of talk them down too much because you do so at your peril, you know. Mm. And I'd imagine, look, look, uh, Brisbane would be expecting Carlton to come back hard, but equally Carlton would be expecting... Brisbane hosting at home to show a little bit more resolve uh, than they did a week ago. So um, there's still plenty to play for, you know, for um, uh, Brendan Bolton's men. We just need to come back hard after that lamentable showing last week. And yeah. um, with games against uh, Melbourne and Essendon to come, I think it's important for the members and supporters and the players themselves that they that they um, finish off in grand style. So. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what transpires at the Gabba from 1.45 this Saturday afternoon. Still worth watching, obviously, um, and yeah, get along to uh, a venue of your choice, or you might have Foxtel yes. if you're so blessed. Yes, 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 or, very I don't true. know, if it, is it on free-to-air? I, I can't quite get the logic. It is on free-to-air. Oh, excellent. There you go. Excellent. Right. Okay, we well, can flick between that and the Olympics, Tone. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. yes. <laughs> I don't think um, the game against St Kilda was uh, has any way advanced the cause of making AFL an Olympic sport. No, but we will no. see. It, was, it wasn't was, good to watch, was it? No. Well, look, um, another day, another week, another game, and another chance at redemption. Yes. Um, have you been watching the Olympics at all, time? I have indeed. A great result. We just as we go to where the the women have taken out the the the. Uh, Sevens rugby gold over Excellent. over New Zealand. Well, that's even better. Oh, that, that, yeah. the, that's uh, so that. that was a that was a good result. So um, yes, we are not getting carried away, Tony. We're taking one gold at a time at the moment, <laughs> but it's very good to see, isn't it? Uh, it's always once every four years. I love using the word meddling. We have meddled. Okay, always well, good to use a noun as a verb. You'll hear plenty more of that over the next week or two here on the Two Tones. Thank you so much, Tony DeBolfo. A pleasure, Tony. We say congratulations to a great career by Michael Jamison. Thanks for all your hard work on the podcast. And, uh, of course, we wish you all the best. Same with Andrew Walker. Well said. Catch you next week. Listener.